Hey, what's up, everybody? Everybody still alive out there? Floridians and, and Southern Georgians safe from <laughs> Tropical Depression Fred Flintstone over there? Oh, All right, geez. what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Digital Toilet Paper Podcast. My name's Jason Bear. I'm Rex Rebo. Ad-armed and hilarious. And we're having some good times this Monday. I'm exhausted, though. Um, for you know those of you who care, I just spent a weekend in Chicago at... Uh, anime magic i don't know if that's their official theme chant but that's what my official theme chant for it is it is now <clears throat> yeah um but it was a good time uh i so i love conventions i love the convention scene especially like nerd conventions because the camaraderie well, yes <laughs> obviously um but the camaraderie and the uh the openness i mean i guess some of the bigger cons it can get a little catty but like at the smaller cons like this one, it was so great to see so many people coming together just to appreciate all their nerd culture, right? Like, nice. Like, yeah. Like, oh my God, you're dressed as so and so from so and so and such and such. That's dope. Can I get a picture with you? Of course. And then there's like three more of them. Hey, we got to get a variant picture now because you know that's like the the thing, right? When you have multiples. So, um, thank you, Marvel Disney showrunner team for introducing the idea of ridiculous variants because I think in the bigger scale of things it creates this kind of acceptable safer space for like cosplay and costumes that don't necessarily have to be on gender or on race or whatever right Mm -hmm. like I was super impressed I mean you know I think cosplay should be free and open to everybody but I saw like a lot of like black and brown and people of color cosplaying their favorite characters and they looked fucking dope doing it right nice it's not cultural appropriation if you're cosplaying your character right they're not in blackface or whiteface or anything stupid like that they just have a really cool costume that you know they like to do their thing it's being bended right exactly it's it's a cultural shift as opposed to a cultural appropriation and it's a cultural appreciation right Mm-hmm. I think so. Anyway. Yeah, and that's when it comes from a place of positivity. I think that's the important right. Part, that might right? be the difference. It's yeah, like we're all yeah, it's positivity. We're having fun, and yeah, like I said, throwing variants on it, and just yeah, the whole multiverse, and it's fun to see. Yeah, there was this uh, this if you guys are Naruto nerds out there, there was this kid dressed like Kakashi, and really he had just like he had um the Naruto uh Jonin pants, you know, the blue baggy baggy pants with the tape on the whatever. Yeah. No shirt, and this kid was like ripped as ripped, right? No shirt, <laughs> yeah. and just like a a black gator mask over his face with a Naruto headband. But the nice. wig was what was on point. It was like the perfect blend of like swoosh and spike. Um, and he was an Indian kid, and I didn't know he was an Indian kid because you know half his face is yeah. hidden. Gosh, like, <laughs> yes. but then he came by the next day, just kind of casual, and he was like, "Hey," I'm like. Hey, random kid, I don't know. He's like, dude, I was the shirtless Kakashi. You took my picture, and I was like, oh yeah, cool. Let me send you your email, right? You should have been like, you're gonna have to be more specific. I saw yeah. a lot of shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but what's and up? then he asked you, why you slap? Why do you slap? <laughs> why you slap? Why did she slap me? I'm behind the curve. I just saw that video for the first time yesterday. Uh, yeah, I caught it like this morning when ago. I woke up. hashtag why she slap why does she slap how can she slap oh man what about you guys guys good weekends working and i mean i like what i do so i can't complain too much but uh busy working doing that fun stuff behind the camera so oh i thought we lost armed and hilarious to like neo tokyo like (laughs) sucked in by the machine over there he belongs to the streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as opposed to stepping up to the streets. Yeah. Yeah, well. Uh, but yeah, it works. I mean, I was working the convention, so I was kind of working too, but I was just getting my nerd culture on. I got a nice mm-hmm. t-shirt and some swag. And well, How nice was it just being at a convention and being around other people and like-minded people? I mean, I know it's been trickling in, but that has to be one of the bigger, bigger groups you've been in for a while. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And oh, and you know what else I appreciated? Um, well, Kakashi is on, on brand anyway, but a lot of the cosplayers kept their masks on just, you know, for the idea of kind of keeping safe and even for pictures, cause I was running a portrait studio as well. And they were like, you know, like, you want to take your mask off for the picture? And they're like, no, it's in theme. Yeah. I was like, oh, rock and roll. Uh, they yeah. had some dope costumes too. There was one girl dressed as the witch king from Lord of the Rings. Oh, nice. Like with, a, with a giant ball mace, ball and chain mace, like yes. huge. And I was like. 
and a, and, a, and a giant like witchy sword on her hip too. I was like, man, all out. And there was this one dude who uh, was dressed like his own custom World of Warcraft character. This guy was like six foot three, like probably three and a half feet wide with the armor and the bells. And there was this one dude. And he's a he him, but he's in drag as Rita Repulsa, and it might be my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, what about Rita Repulsa? Like, like movie or TV show? No, TV show classic okay, nice. Rita Repulsa. After ten thousand years, I'm free. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. Uh, and it was absolutely fabulous. I'll try to find a picture. Maybe we can throw it up and splice it in yeah, the video somewhere. Yeah. But um, it was it was pretty dope. Um, yeah. Uh, so what about you, Rex? What you had going on? I just worked. I was d- doing video stuff, so it's okay. Know, fun. Um, fun I happened to go to MegaCon. Oh snap! Rex is the Sunday. only one that didn't convent this weekend. Mm. Convene. Yes. <laughs> How was it? How was MegaCon? Um, it was pretty interesting. Um, I didn't go to see any like real celebrities. I saw them from a distance. Um. Mm. But uh, I actually went to support a friend of mine uh, that I used to work with at uh, a former job that neither of us likes ever. Um, <laughs> Keep going. But uh, oh, hey, nice. they can't see. You have to scroll yeah. down. Oh, hold on. Or for, that's all right. You're yeah. fine. You're fine. They'll figure it out you're later. Good. But you're good. You're yeah. good. Yeah. Oh. Okay, uh, I just wanted to show Rita like how awesome that is. Okay. Nice, I like it. I love kind of the Madonna boobs too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went all out on it. I dig it. So yeah, I went to go support my friend because she did come out with her own card game. Let's see if it comes through. It's called Who Has? Who Has? Nice. Who Has Disappeared from the Screen? It is I. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. The game is pretty fun. Uh, it's even more fun with drinks. Um, it says two to ten players, and basically it's um, an. Um. So what does it do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> who is your uh, daddy, he, and what does he do? <laughs> who, who is your game card, and what does it do? So basically, you can play with up to ten people, but the idea is that. Uh, it's like liar's dice. Uh-huh. Uh, it asks a, a question. Who among your friends and stuff like that has uh, done something audacious or... Illegal. Uh, indiscre- yes. <laughs> and uh, your group of friends can put, have a, put down either a card that has I have or I have not. And you take a guess as to how many cards oh uh, say... Mm-hmm. And then there's other uh, variants, like um, there is a card that says, tell me more. So if there is, like, if someone answers a particularly, you know, uh, invasive, yeah. you know, question, it's like, oh, tell me more about how that happened. Explain yourself. <laughs> but yeah, check nice. it out. That's she fun. has her own IG page called Who Has. All right. Um, we will put a link in the description or, or one of us will drop it in the uh in the comments so you can go check that out if you want. Yeah, that's good. We'll have to play it when we get together a month yeah. or so from now. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, we're going to have to get more people and maybe some more interesting company too. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Are we not interesting enough? No, no, no. More I know, interesting I know. company. I know. Not more interesting. More <laughs> <Yeah>. space interesting. <laughs> all right. All right. Good save there. Yeah, I'm good at saving. Um, <laughs> Control S command if you're on a Mac. Um, but yeah, Are, so um, topic for the day. Going to the task yeah, again. Yeah. Topic for the yeah. day today. Rivalries, right? And feuds. And Rivalries feuds. and feuds. Fjord? So, fjords. 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 We're talking about ice and water. And well, yeah. No, rivalries and feuds. Uh, the the maybe the best, funnest, whatever, most historical. Interesting. Most interesting. Most intricate. Yeah. Right. Um, some rules. Right. I don't think we should. We need to go into political feuds. Right. We don't need to get all Cold War. 
Right? No, I mean, okay. <laughs> we can. <laughs> all right, here. Let me get rid of half of my list here. Yeah. Um, all right, Israel, <laughs> Palestine. Yeah. Uh, uh, Russia, you, USSR, United States. Rocky versus Drago is, is okay. But that counts. Like, okay. That's all right. That's as far no, as. I we, would say Clubber Lang is probably a bigger. You think so? Then oh, I think so. I mean, four is the better movie, but I think Clubber Lang, and then of course Apollo Creed. Yeah, well, Apollo is is the whole Ali Frazier thing, like done yeah. with a white Italian guy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not Ali Frazier. It's it's based off some guy from Philadelphia, from some white. Yeah, dude, the right? like he was and called he even the sued. yeah the bleeder. Yeah, he even, he even sued uh, Sylvester Stallone. But that's a whole other story. That's really. Oh, we can, I, I was yeah. just going off of the fact that, like, you know, our the underdog loses the first round and then wins the next. Yeah, round no, it was some guy that had, that fought Ali on kind of a whim because he was known for taking punches, and I don't know if it was a last second addition. And I'm sure somebody can probably speak more. Candidly the Bay- about the Bayonne yeah. bleeder, Chuck Wepner. All right. Yeah. 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 It's an interest. I mean, it's not a great story. I mean, the the movie is far better, and they they flesh out the relationship and everything like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, he, I mean, he didn't have much of a career to begin with. Uh-huh. Um, he was basically a stepping stone and a punching bag for other you know boxers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he the thing about it, about it is he he could go the distance in any in any match. Yeah, I mean, there's a he picture was just here like not good made... enough to take that next step. It looks but, like he made uh, Ali stumble like, a little in one of these shots, like a. I mean, well, and that's well, because he 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 kind of uh, tells the story about how he knocked down Ali. But if you watch it, it was a slip. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't think it was ruled a slip, but it's a sl- like it's a slip. But again, we, we can yeah. go. It's, we'll say because you have a rule. There's a history. Yes, between. we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, OK. All right. So pressing on there. Shirtless Kakashis and, and uh, Bayonne Bleeders aside for now. Moving on. Rivalries. Um, we've got some lists. Um, we don't need to go in order, like no particular order. I think we could just kind of like just bounce kind of kind of get to the best of the best of them, um, and and you know we can kind of explain a little context if we want as well. Okay, All who right. wants to go first? Um, I will take it. Um, so, I will form the head. Yeah. <laughs> Form blazing sword. No. Um, okay, so I'm gonna start off with with low hanging fruit here. Um, I think that the war has been decided on this one, at least for now. Although some people are still holding on. Uh, the the mega powerhouse juggernauts of Coke versus Pepsi. Oh yeah. Um, the the <laughs> what are we gonna call it? The soft drink wars. Yeah yeah. Uh, well, all franchises are Pepsi. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, if you think if you realize that Pepsi owns Taco Bell, then yes, all franchises are Pepsi. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's trying to find the Taco Bell in Mexico, and then does PepsiCo own Yum Industries, and I they're so. owned by somebody else? Like, yeah, because they've got parent companies, right? And I think is Coke a little bit more independent than Pepsi is, but PepsiCo yes, is. is huge. Like, well, I I thought you were going with everything. with um. The whole sliced alone thing, like oh, the franchise wars. Not every place is Taco Bell, right? <laughs> right. I thought, we, I thought we were making a movie pop culture reference, not a no Taco Bells in Mexico oh. reference. We we never do that. So yeah. why would you expect? That's true. All right. Um, Coke versus Pepsi. Uh, franchise wars probably got at their peak in what, like Generation X, early '80s into the or late '80s into the early '90s. Right. We got the Pepsi Challenge. Pepsi Challenge. Michael Jackson and Madonna both shilling for Pepsi. New Coke versus Pepsi Clear. Pepsi Clear. Yeah, 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 all of that um, back and forth. And I, there's even mm. talks of, you know, stealing the Pepsi f- or the Coke formula, formula. and everything. Yeah, 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 it's a good um, one. And it's not just like who's got the best cola because like, you know, Coke and then figures out Sprite. Pepsi gets into the contract with 7-Up and then it's like Dr. Oh, yeah. Pepper versus Mr. Pibb. It, yeah. it, it oh, goes yeah. and it goes and it goes and it goes. Um, I think that for most, I mean, Pepsi is still the number two cola in the world. Right, but mm-hmm. there's a pretty huge margin now between the the behemoth that is Coca-Cola. Well, I wonder which parent company is bigger. Do you know? Because we talked about PepsiCo owning, being part of Yum Industries and owning Pizza Hut and Quaker Oats and all that stuff and all, a ton of subsidiaries. Yeah. And it all they they both started with the soft drink, right? Yeah. Just, uh, 
fizzy fizzy salt, uh, the fizzy bubbly? sugar water yeah yeah and apparently there's only a one ingredient difference between pepsi and coke that i mean not the cocaine part but like yeah <laughs> there's like it's a the one, sweet uh, one um so that was more addictive than cocaine right That's, yeah so let's let's talk about this for a second though because while coca-cola may have won the the cola wars i think the pepsi co as a company is a more profit prosperous yeah. company i think That's Pepsi what I Co. Yeah. Um, looking at the research here, PepsiCo's market cap was 188.6 billion, while Coke ekes just behind at 185.8. So, <laughs> I'm sure there's a little bit of jockeying. There's a margin of error there. Yeah, I'd love to see uh, <laughs> who, whose palms were greased at Forbes or whatever it was to just <laughs> go yeah. a little bit higher. That that has to be within the margin of error, right? Uh, I mean, but that's like like that's a one yeah, that's, point one point three billion dollar margin of error or something like that right or no wait i guess not which is a lot to you know yeah one point it's a one point two billion dollar margin of error but it's still inside of that like like one (laughs) percent yes yeah yeah depending on how much these assets are valued and all that stuff interesting i didn't know it was that close but i mean that might just be due to the fact that pepsi has a more diverse portfolio right among their competing brands i think coca-cola's brands continuously rank higher well, brand for brand. And so there's we can keep stemming up not to steer it in a different direction, but then you go Burger King and McDonald's, right? So yeah. like you go to McDonald's and get Coca-Cola, you go to Burger King and you get Pepsi. You still products. get Coca-Cola. Well, oh, yeah, it depends now. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it just depends at. on where you go. I guess Taco South, Bell is, is still Pepsi. Because they have Mountain Dew still. It's like one of those yeah. things. And yeah, Pizza Hut, of course, is still Pepsi. Pepsi uh, Taco Bell has always been Pepsi because right. they're, they're part of Yum Industries. Right. And like I said, with Pizza Hut and those other ones. But that, but again, like, so it stems from other, that rivalry is, is a multi-tiered rivalry. Yeah. And, and Coca-Cola has over 500 different brands. And more than um, 20 of those, I think, gross like a billion dollars in revenue per year. And is Coca-Cola bigger internationally? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they I mean, calculated that like how many gallons of Coca-Cola are consumed every day or every second? Yeah. Um but interestingly, Pepsi has the same. I think Pepsi has one more brand than Coke that has a billion dollars in revenue a year for whatever their brand brands are. So that's like that's where the but that's where the extra billion dollars is, right? One more brand. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of yeah. volume, not <laughs> necessarily quality. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, hashtag Fago. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hashtag RC. Uh, yeah, Juggalos. Do we yeah. throw that hashtag in there yeah. too? All right. Uh, so uh, that's my first one. Okay. Who's next? Um, I've got a ton. Do we want to do a sports rapid fire? Should we take our time with sports? Um, let's do a couple more like one-offs first, and then we'll jump into sports. Well, how about, so I'll do one of my all-time favorites growing up was WCW versus WWF. And then moreover, the Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels, I think is the best rivalry. I thought you were going to say WCW versus NWO. Oh, yeah. Well, but I know you're, I know you're kidding, because they're corporate, they're from the same and everything like that. But that was a big rivalry. So Vincent Mann versus Eric Bischoff, right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, I mean, the WWE now ended up winning it they buy wcw and dissolve it or turn it into no they dissolve whatever. it pretty hard right the ECW, yeah. the same thing right yeah but it was that was fun growing i remember going back and forth and wcw stayed on an hour longer i think wwf was two hours oh WCW raw versus nitro three hours yeah. yeah and you had to see and it even it got cutthroat like they they were so WWF was pre-taped and WCW was live on a short yeah. delay, but they would be like, hey, tonight, this one's this match, they win that match. And yeah. then they ended up getting hoisted by their own petard. And they say that when things shifted is when Cactus Jack, Mick Foley beats The Rock yeah. for the title. And they announced on WCW and they ended up having a stinker with Hogan having a terrible match. Yeah. And they said everyone flipped over to watch um, Mick Foley beat The Rock, mm-hmm. and from there it changed. But it's, it's a lot of fun. There's a there's a bunch of great movies and documentaries about it. But that was one of my favorites. And well, then Shawn and- Michaels versus Bret Hart was just it, it's it's a Greek tragedy. It, it was on stage and off stage. Montreal Screwjob. Montre- yeah, yeah, and just. 
that whole that whole business and and so I'd know, like to say you know that. you know being you know we're, we're all kind of grew up with with I call it the golden age of wrestling right like going mm-hmm. into the yeah. attitude era is, is kind of how we define that but as yep. kids we were still fans of like old school wrestling you know yeah, Hogan was, and IRS it, and you know it was real right yeah it was that that was our you know literally our sports entertainment before it was defined yeah. as such um, yeah and I have to say that. I was kind of team WCW um, during that run for a long I time. I knew you. Well, let, I mean, let's look at this. So some of my favorite <laughs> WWF at the time wrestlers had crossed over. We got Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and mm-hmm. Sting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're based out of Orlando, right? Yes. Um, Orlando or Tampa. I think Orlando. Ta- I think they yeah. shot at Universal Studios, didn't yes. they? Yeah. Um, and Hogan crossed over mm-hmm. and macho crossed over mm-hmm. so all of my childhood icons well not all most of my childhood icons lex luger crossed over ended up hanging in the wcw stables and okay well to be fair when when dx came through and the nation of domination came through and and those guys wwe wwf did get more entertaining i mean nobody was better than stole cold steve austin right to take hogan's mm-hmm. shoes in the wwf Stone Cold Steve Austin was it. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And that it made both companies better, right? Yes. Like they Ted Turner's money kind of helped WCW out for, but they had to get creative in the WWF. And like I said, characters like Stone Cold, who was a washout from WCW, he right. was the Iceman or some crap like that. No, he was that. And Stone. He was Steve. Stunning Steve. Stunning, stunning Steve. Steve. He was Stunning Steve. Stunning Steve. And Williams. so gets yeah. washed out, and then makes his bones there, and you see the rise of. Owen Hart and a bunch of other guys because of WCW and their essentially and, endless pocket. And I, I kind of credit WCW with giving us the American version of Mexican wrestling by yes. cultivating so many of those luchadors yep. and cultivating mm-hmm. so much cruiserweight talent, right? So High Eddie flying. Guerrero and those guys, right? Well, yeah, so Eddie Guerrero, yeah. Psychosis, Rey Mysterio yeah. Jr., uh, La Parca. Mm-hmm. There was a dude dressed as La Parca, original costume. Nice. At the convention this weekend. Nice. I was like, oh, La Parca. They you know. say he was a legitimate badass. Yeah, he was. He, he wrestles still like by, under the name L.A. Park, I think. Guy. Yeah. Nice. Um, but like Juventud Guerrero, all those guys. I mean, yeah, we always we had, you know, Kidman kind of going back and forth. And we had X-Pac back when he was six over on the mm-hmm. WWF side. But he... The one, two, three kid. The one, two, back. three kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, but not like Kidman, right? Shooting Star yeah. Press. Not like Mysterio mm-hmm. back. Remember back when Mysterio, oh, yeah. you know, before he got super jacked. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, hashtag Team WCW. But <laughs> all right, at Armin Hilarious, what do you got for your first run here? Um, we said no sports. We were going to go a few more. Um, oh, no, let's no go for it. Oh, I, it, I just uh, do well, one. I was going to go rapid fire. Yeah. But. Uh, Star Wars versus Star Trek. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. The Trekkies versus the what, what do we call Star Wars fans? Nerds. <laughs> just nerds. nerds yeah. <laughs> Bunch of dorks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I almost think Trekkies win because they have a name for their fandom. Yeah. Um, but it's still acceptable to be like a Star Wars fan. Like when you see a dude dressed up as like an ensign or something walking in his like his one piece or his two piece as a you know, pajamas on. <laughs> yes. Well, you are wearing Star Trek pajamas. But I mean, like, that, that kind of thing gets no love. You're a 45 year old dude dressed up as like Lieutenant some such. Ensign Kim. The, it's Ensign Kim. Let's, let's be real. Nah, nah, nah. We like Ensign Kim. <laughs> okay. Ensign Kim never got promoted yeah, and was never allowed to direct a single episode of Voyager. I know. He died so, for that crew and they kind of tried him. Tom yeah. Paris got demoted and then promoted again before Ensign Kim. That's some, some crap. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> that's that bull bull. So... I think it's um, nerds versus dorks, right? Is yeah. that as a Star Wars fan? But let's be fair. It's pajamas it? versus bathrobes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, they're both. Yeah, we all deserve to get rear admirals. And Hugh Hefner always wore a bathrobe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> yeah, enough. Uh, argument settled. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I think that over the years, Star Wars has proven itself to be the more beloved franchise. 
I don't know if I would say more beloved. I would say have staying power. Uh, well, Star Trek's been running a long time too, though, and we're still getting new Star Trek shows as well. But okay, maybe and Star Trek and Star Trek ran in the gap that we had no Star Wars for twenty years at a time. <laughs> we had lots had, of Star Trek in between. Yes, well, but not at the success of Star Wars. Like true, there's yeah. like even Picard, which I think is I I enjoyed them here and there, but just didn't work. They didn't hit the notes and kind of straight away from what yeah what it was meant the, to be in my eyes. But where Star Wars, even though, I mean, I would say they've made some duds, they still are financially viable. And, yeah, well, Star Wars... You know, are a multi-billion dollar industry. Star Wars allowed the franchise to expand beyond, mm-hmm. which I think is a well, win, right? They have a billion and, cartoons. <laughs> and and the guidance of George Lucas, where you have a figurehead that's right. like... As opposed to and Gene not Roddenberry and just not, kind you of know, a, not being able to be in the picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, what everybody's probably waiting for. Let's let's get our rapid fire sports on. You, who wants to Who wants to go? Uh, I'll I've start. Got, I, okay, I'll start. Um, my favorite. All right, Muhammad Ali versus Joe Frazier. Right, yeah. the the thriller in Manila. Um, both undefeated boxers, both the biggest trash talkers, probably of the decade mm-hmm. at the time. Muhammad Ali more so. Right, come on, you big old ugly bear. <laughs> Yeah, I'll beat you with my hands tied behind my back, and I'm pretty, right? Like, was that what's my name too? Yeah, is that, yeah. yeah. Well, um, and I, I was just gonna say we look at it as Ali greatest of all time, un, unbeatable. There were people that did not want to see Ali fight Frazier because they thought that Frazier was going to literally kill Ali, right? Because he had such heavy hands and everything, and it just. Being the greatest fighter of all time, outsmarted the rope dope, everything like right. that. Right. Well, and and so fight the rope dope was uh was Holyfield, right? Ali too. No, Ali did the rope dope to Holyfield. Holyfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, but, and probably yes. George Foreman too. Um, but but Ali versus that's Frazier. what I meant. Foreman, yeah. Foreman, Foreman. Yeah. Yeah. Ali versus Frazier, fight one, Madison Square Garden. Um, you know, again, the the man with the mouth, Muhammad Ali, and then Ali loses. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Holy crap, he loses. And and I might have got beat, but I'm still pretty, right? Still just cocky and arrogant. <laughs> yeah. That's what does Jordan say? Like anyone can talk when they're up. Like the yeah. real guys talk when, when they're down. So he's the greatest. Yeah. Is- <laughs> uh and then of course the 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 famous super fight number two thrill it. Um, um Ali comes back and wins. And then we have the beginning of this three this three-peat fight with the Thrilla and Manila the very next year, and Ali, of course, comes through and, and puts the whole thing to rest. I'm the greatest. I'm the baddest thing out here, you big old ugly bear. But, yeah. Joe <laughs> Frazier's so slow. He's like a mummy in the ring. <laughs> I run circles around him all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Can so, you yeah. talk like Ali the rest of the podcast? <laughs> I could do my best. <laughs> yeah. The motor mouth from Kentucky. That was great. Yeah. Um, that was great. So, um, a little bit of backstory with with Ali. Um, Miami Beach, nineteen sixty four, which my family lived in Miami. Uh, that was Muhammad Ali versus Sonny Liston. Um, I don't know if you've heard this story before, but my my grandmother was friends with Muhammad Ali. She um, sang and worked the bar and and worked at the hotel um, Sir John in Miami Beach. And after um, a night of of lounging, singing, and barring, she'd be closing up for the morning, and Muhammad Ali would be coming in for breakfast before going to train, Gold's Gym Miami. My grandmother would make him breakfast every morning. They'd sit and chat, blah, 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 blah. After months of this, during his training for the fight, he went to my grandmother and was like, Mama, so the, so the way my grandmother tells the story, uh, if I win this fight, what can I do for you for being so good to me all these years? And uh, my grandmother says, well, Cash, because Cash is clay back in the day, well, Cash, when you win this fight, you can buy a crib for my baby. And so Muhammad Ali bought my father's first crib. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And we've got this picture of after my father was born of, of my, Muhammad Ali holding my dad with the little My First Boxing Gloves and my grandmother kind of smiling by my hand. So it's nice. cool. Nice. So, yeah. That's awesome. All right. Um, pressing on. Okay. Rapid fire sports. Are we ready? Are we going to go Ish. round robin? Or you just want to fire him off? We can go round robin, whatever. All right. And we uh, can stop and start. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in and say the, the, 
the blatant one in college, uh, Michigan versus Ohio State. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good um, one. I, I, I have a thing where I troll, like, in random conversations as I'm, like, you know, uh, hanging out with groups of people, someone will, like, mention, oh, Michigan. And I, out, of, out of nowhere, I'll just stop whatever I'm doing. And oh, I'll go, Buckeyes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they're all, I'm just playing, man. I went to U.S. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to Meyer Day College. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, That's so uh, go Michigan versus Ohio State. Rex, go. Well, and that um, Army Navy does that count? Even yes, that counts. Outside, it, well, it spans outside, so no, yeah. it counts. Army Navy, specifically Army Navy football, right? Yeah. All right, um, Magic Johnson versus Larry Bird. Nice. Celtics Lakers by extension. Yes, yes. Right, saved the NBA, changed it, you know. And we, I might as well chime in. I'm so and this is terrible rapid fire. You will see in these what makes a great rivalry is the similarities for a lot of these guys. Right, yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, these guys hated each other and then hated each other. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, dating back at college and all that stuff, the hick from French Lick playing at Illinois yeah. or Indiana State. But then they, he goes and shoots a commercial at Larry Bird's house, and they became friends. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. All, All right. right, go. Uh, Bad Boy Pistons versus my MJ. Yeah, versus MJ, nice. not the Bulls. <laughs> versus MJ, nice. right? <laughs> Isaiah Thomas and 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 later Dennis Rodman just trying to beat the crap out of Michael Jordan. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. MJ wouldn't have been MJ without getting. Oh yeah, he definitely great. went through the through the gamut, right? Um, Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding. Nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. For those of you um, young young kids, that was the biggest rivalry in Olympic history up to that point, right? Like two Olympic figure skaters on the same team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it well, ended, room, it, yeah. Well, Go ahead. It, yeah, yeah. My Tanya is a great movie, too. If you yeah. guys see it, like, it's awesome. 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 Right. Um, uh, Red Sox, Yankees. Yes. That's yes. Right. That's a low By extension, fruit. Boston versus New York, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bean Town versus the Big Apple. Yeah. 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 Armed. Go. Uh, Knicks versus Heat. Okay. Okay. Like Miami Heat being a young team at the time, and by extension, like there's this unofficial kind of friendly rivalry between Miami and New York. As I mean, maybe New Yorkers just don't get along with anybody. I don't know. But but well. It's it's funny because New Yorkers famously all moved to Miami, right? Right, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> so actually they, they, they stop midway and they stay in Orlando and it's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this one's kind of this one's kind of niche for me, but I think it counts. Um Dallas Cowboys, Deion Sanders versus 49ers Jerry Rice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In the nineties, right? I like that because we always talk, you'll and you'll hear like quarterback versus quarterback, Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning. They will never, ever in any way be on the fake. And one, one's retired and the other one's still playing. But yeah. they'll never see each other because we always quarterback versus quarterback. They're, right. They will They're never, never on the field at the same other. time. Yeah. But doing Jerry Rice versus Dion, they, they literally played against each other. They're, one's the GOAT at wide receiver. The other one's yeah. one of the greatest. Like, athletes. Arguably. Like overall yes. athletes of all time. Right? That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I like that you mixed it up like that because it's <laughs> – yeah. yeah. I it, it is one of my pet peeves where they're like, oh – you know, Tom, are you going to compete against whoever Drew Brees today? No, I'm doing yeah. tired guys, but it's like, <laughs> I'm never going to see him. Like there's, he has nothing to do with my game plan. It doesn't matter. I don't even look up when he's yeah, on the field. It's just stats and stats, stats on stats at that point. But, but Deion Sanders and Jerry Rice, not to mention, you know, they, through their careers, you know, they end up on opposite sides of the offense defense if they're yeah. needed. Right. Oh, we need a really yeah. great safety to run this ball. Right. Yeah, so that's that's mine, you know. And both Motormouth, you know, this is before, you know, the the Raiders shift for Jerry. And, and they both had the two greatest quarterbacks of the era, too, with Aikman and, you know, Joe Montana into Steve Young. Two, three. Mm-hmm. I, I think Joe Montana and Steve Young kind of share the title a little bit. But, like, yeah, the 49ers versus the Cowboys by extension in the 90s as well. But, yeah, okay. Green Bay Packers, honorable mention, Brett Favre. Carry on. No, um. Uh, Dale Earnhardt versus the Daytona International Speedway. And now this may sound morbid because he died there. The, so yeah. the reason why I bring it up is because he was the winning winningest driver at Daytona International Speedway of all time yeah. going into, and I don't know if that still holds, but he won non-Daytona 500 races. He won like IROC races, other NASCAR events that weren't the Daytona 500. Yeah. And then finally, late in his year, 
late in his career, he ends up getting over the hump, winning what is the Super Bowl of, of NASCAR, winning the Daytona 500, and yeah. then not long after, three or four years afterwards, he dies at the Daytona 500. Yeah. He's the best race car driver, probably the West, best known, not only being the best. And then his son, I think the year after, ends up winning there. Crazy story. I know it's it's an inanimate object versus... Versus a real person, but I was. Uh, I would I would say that the racetrack has a personality. Every racetrack has a mm -hmm. has a soul and a personality of its own. Yeah. You gotta you have to respect it just like you respect another driver. Yeah, even for just, a circle it, track. Yeah, he just couldn't get over the hump at the five hundred, and then you know it all. Once he does it, all ultimately takes his life. So I was yeah. Um, Tony Hawk versus Gravity. Ooh, that's a good oh. one. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna yes. do off off genre, off kilter, like like whatever. I like it. I like it. Okay, so so we're gonna go feuds and rivalries. I'm gonna say um we're still in sports. So Spike Lee versus Reggie Miller. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a good one. The, yeah, Reggie yeah. Miller choke. <laughs> right, Reggie Miller just embarrassing the Knicks. Um, eight points in 18 seconds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah. And just watching Spike have a meltdown. Those are yeah. fun. That was, oh, what a time to be a basketball fan. Yeah. Those are so much fun. Um, Ayrton right. Senna versus, is it Alan, Alain Prost? Yeah, okay. There's, so we talked about this before, how that might be the greatest racing rivalry mm -hmm. ever. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So that was good. Oh, becoming teammates, rivals, becoming teammates, becoming rivals yeah. again. I mean, just really, really fun um, and interesting. I and would, I would say, Bear. spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, sorry, I got distracted. Um, where was I? Uh, sports, sports, sports. Um. Oh, that's where I was. McEnroe versus Borg tennis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, they played against each other like 14 or 15 times. Mm -hmm. Um, in, in, I think in one strong tour, McEnroe won three of those majors. So obviously it goes to McEnroe, but still watching those guys play was, was probably amazing. This is before my time, but. Well, and we just were talking about how similarities make good rivalries. These yeah. guys were very, I mean, they both play tennis, duh, but very different upbringings, very different playing styles. I think Borg is the better all around tennis player. I love McEnroe. He is my all-time favorite. I think Borg's a better tennis player. The uh, Shia LaBeouf movie does a really good job of showing that relationship. Yeah. And I think there's a documentary that I think is called McEnroe versus Borg. Nice. McEnroe-Borg. But it's, uh, yeah, really fun. Alright. At Armin Hilarious, you're up. <clears throat> um, a pass. Right. Go, Rex. You, should I just finish out? Do you have more? Yeah, I've got a few more, but they might overlap. Go ahead. Okay, I'll do uh, Pele versus Maradona. Nice, and I'll, I'll counter that with uh, um, with Messi versus Ronaldo. Nice. Oh, Sammy uh, Sosa versus Mark McGuire. There it is, Sosa-McGuire, yeah. the, the baseball yeah. rivalry that changed the world. Um, yeah. Right in the middle of the, the juicing scandal, these two guys kind of saved baseball with, with another home run. <laughs> I <race>. juicing. Yeah. <laughs> just juice to the gills. Uh, and using corked bats. Too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do what it. you got to do to save baseball. Oh, and then McGuire had a bottle of Andro, like, in his <laughs> locker. He did interviews. In his locker, probably in, in his hat. <laughs> yeah, like, he gave us, it's like, it's legal, what, you know. I yeah. might as well let people know. Just great, yeah. And then uh, um, I, I, I got I, to see Sammy Sosa that summer. It was just the coolest summer to be a, a Cubs fan. I think yeah. most Cubs fans, even though we won a World Series, a lot of Cubs fans would oh, say that Sammy was Sosa the best era. summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just so cool. And save baseball. Yeah, so. um, but which the the documentary on that is also really good. Uh, about the I that home run rivalry. I have to watch. Um, it, I watched it on a plane. Um, yeah. <laughs> Delta flights have that documentary. Um, uh, but it was really good. Um, what, what's the title? Of it? Hold on, Mick. <laughs> really good. It's really what? good. Um, it was called like Endless Summer, I think. Okay. Oh no, that's the skateboard. Uh, that's a surf. That's a surf. Surfing one. Surfing. Something like something something summer, but you'll find it. Just search something summer Maguire versus Sosa, and you'll find it. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, I was gonna say going back two generations for that uh, Mickey Mantle versus Roger Maris in the exact same position, except yeah. they're on the same team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, sixty one is a great movie. Yes. 
Uh, oh yeah, Sixty One is a great movie, and also I like that it goes into like the the history of the Eminem Corporation, right? Yeah. Like Maris yeah. and Mantle, and that's where that kind of comes yeah. from. So people think, oh, it's yeah. just candy. Yeah. No, it's not just candy. It's baseball. These hacks at Mars. First they screw over Babe Ruth, and then yeah, uh, and then they <laughs> <Maris> <laughs> and uh, Speaking of Mars, oh, we'll get to that after sports. Okay, keep going. Uh, you can go ahead and write out your list. Me? Yeah. Um, uh, Ferrari versus Lamborghini. Duke versus Carolina, Iowa State fans versus personal hygiene, and <laughs> versus Nice, nice. That's pretty good. Um, I uh, will add Roger Federer versus Nadal to the sports list. Nice. Um, as far as coaching goes, I'll add uh, Pete Carroll versus Jim Harbaugh on the NFL side. Um, 2010 Seahawks versus uh, 49ers, like 2009-2010. I think that was, was really, really mm-hmm. great. Um, on opposite ends of the baseball, um, Mets versus Yankees, right? Subway series. Mm-hmm. I think that is like, you know, the Bronx versus Queens. One of those yep. who's got the better burrow. Um, Pete Rose yeah. versus MLB. P- Pete Rose versus baseball. Yeah. Um, Young gifted talent versus their 27th year of life. There you go. Um, uh, uh, Hakeem versus Shaq. Again, changing of the guard, yeah. similar to Jordan versus Magic. Um, Shaq Kobe. Shaq versus Kobe is a good one. Ah, that's, a, that's a weird one, though. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a sibling rivalry kind yeah, of. Yeah, well, I mean, Miami Heat Shaq versus Kobe, like the two dominant forces in Well, in even basketball. when they were on the Lakers. But together, then when they're they both on the heads, Lakers, yeah. Yeah, there, there was a little bit of... Um, and then uh, the, the I'll call this a rivalry, even though it didn't manifest that way. And um, Oh, wait. Well, first, Tiger Woods versus Phil Mickelson um, for... You golf heads in the in the early two yeah. thousands, I think that counts. But I was gonna say, um, um, never mind, I lost it. No, that's all right. I was gonna yeah. say it's corporate, but it's um, Nike versus Reebok. Okay, so let's get into that. It's corporate sports. Nike versus Reebok. So battle of the brands uh, is this next one, like corporate marketing, uh, and this is where I think a lot of us have the most fun, especially being nineties kids, like eighties babies, into being nineties kids, because I think we had the best corporate rivalry generation ever we had nike versus reebok we had the mm-hmm. pinnacle of coke versus pepsi nintendo versus sega yes i right? yeah <laughs> Nint- you know sega does what nintendo don't mm-hmm. <laughs> remember those commercials <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah um microsoft then, apple microsoft versus apple later like the late 90s like when yeah. they had like i'm a mac you know i'm, I'm a an apple. yeah uh, Justin well, Long one... getting his career <laughs> being yes being the personification of Apple computers. Yeah, and I'm just thinking uh, rivalries make good business, right? We just talked about Sosa and McGuire saving Major League Baseball, Magic and Bird saving the NBA. Like, yeah. and it, clearly these brands picked up on that. And yeah. it's like the Heat makes. I mean, the Heat just gets people interested. They want to see what's going on, and I'm and... sure it is. And so it makes, it makes people pick, invested. Yeah, yeah. And picking up on corporate rivalries, uh, Puma versus Adidas. So that's not just corporate rivalry, but that's almost like sibling family rivalry. rivalry. Yeah. Um, so do we want to get into that? Right? I, yeah. I, let I, me let me go through a couple ooh. more brands first, yeah. and then we'll get into that. So Sony versus Panasonic. Right. D- HD yeah. DVD versus Blu-ray. That was like, I mean, short-lived, flash mm-hmm. in the pan, but like. Yeah. Holy you had crap. to choose one, right? Yeah. You had to choose one. Yeah. Um, and, and who was Panasonic Betamax too? So like they lost twice. I think so. Yeah. And and VHS was a Sony backed product. They um, should have learned. It's the integration of pornography that yeah. was the downfall <laughs> of both of them. And it's, I'm telling, it's the truth though. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Hoover versus Dyson. Which I guess that's like 50s, more. 60s. But who sucks the worst? Who sucks uh, the best? Who sucks the best? Yeah. DC Marvel. DC versus again the nineties. The the mm-hmm. biggest DC versus Marvel run, um, as far as like brand rivalry goes, mm-hmm. was was right there. Um uh what else we got on brands? Um Ford Ford and Chevy. Ford versus Chevy, or or more broad, Ford versus General Motors at mm-hmm. all, right? Yeah, yeah. Um all right, cool. Pressing on. Uh family rivalries. Go ahead. Adidas, okay, so, so brand into family robbers, Adidas versus Puma. So we'll use that as a as a segue. So, yeah, um, I was into Puma for a, a good 
10 amount of years until like I ruined my feet. Now I need Nike because it provides cushioning. But um, what I came to find out is that Puma and Adidas started with the same family and the same brothers. And these were German brothers. And it was the 1930s in Nazi Germany. And then we and got so, Jumanji. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they were both part of the, the party. And one was like more into the party than the other one. So he was more paranoid <laughs> than the other one. And uh, they had a falling out. And one decided to make his own shoe fabric. And uh, he branched. And uh, to this day, they still operate in the same town in germany <laughs> so the awesome. the rivalry is so big to this day that like for instance uh if one of them calls for like an electrician to do some work over there and he shows up with like adidas on he's like nah nah you you gotta you gotta put on some puma like gear <laughs> to be in this house i like it that's awesome that's, and so all these blue collar dudes are getting free swag just because they wear the opposite <laughs> uh clothing that's, That's awesome. Great. All right, so more family rivalries. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shift it to music a little bit and go into uh, the Beach Boys versus the Beach Boys. Um, Brian Wilson versus Mike Love. Oh, um, nice. Mike Love, I think personally, is the the more creative brain of of Ooh, the Beach Boys. You're gonna get some pushback from me on that one. I'm just kidding. It's Brian Wilson, man. All right. Um, I was going to say. Uh, so, I, <laughs> no, so the rivalries goes. So the rivalry goes that Brian Wilson wanted to, to expand the Beach Boys musical sound and catalog. He's an artist. He wants to be creative. He is the Beach Boys, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and Mike Love apparently didn't like that. And so they split. Um, and then for a while, they both toured as the Beach Boys. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they, there were two different Beach Boys. Sets of be- I mean, they've had so many people in their lineup over the years that. Yes, if you saw, if you saw, they're the like Beach Menudo Boys for Epcot. like old yeah. school rock, uh, beach rock. No, because like bands like Menudo and New Edition, they just they they age out and come in. No, there's just been lots Beach of Beach Boys. Boys over the years. They're all I mean, the same age. The, if you saw the Beach Boys at the food food and wine festival, Brian Wilson had nothing to do with it. Right, like, that was the Mike Love Beach Boys. Right. Yeah, yeah, and um, because he. I think he did enough acid to make him schizophrenic. Is wow! What say like he did like, and there's again, I'm, we're we're pushing all the movies, um, but I I forgot his name um, from uh, There Will Be Blood. Paul Dano, yeah, um, does a movie about Brian Wilson. I forget what it's called, but it's really good. It's it, the production value isn't super high up there, but it really goes into his drug use and his relationship with his family and his creating music and just his struggles with paranoia induced probably by his copious amount of drugs and acid that he used. Yeah. The acid um, but it's, it's really good. And Paul Dano does a phenomenal job in it. So the feud hit its high in the nineties. Again, nineties is the height of brand feuding. Um, Mike Love sued Brian Wilson for royalties on half of the beach boys, greatest hits and won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, well, cause it was the wild west of music, right? Yeah. They didn't, have the contract stuff and you are the beach boys as an incorporation and you're due to all this stuff despite the fact that all almost all the writing credits went to brian wilson right yeah it's it's crazy all right uh pressing on um nicola huh go ahead go 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 i'll say nicola tesla versus thomas edison yeah that's a great one yeah like that's another one where edison is the more successful inventor but tesla i think by most accounts was definitely the more brilliant mind Mm -hmm. yeah it's AC versus DC power, essentially. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. AC DC. Go on. Yeah. Oh, I was just brothers in music. Uh, Noel Gallagher versus Liam Gallagher. Hashtag Oasis. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's a fun one, right? These yeah. guys were coked out of their mind, and I think uh, Noel <laughs> came out and said that they were doing angel dust when they when they first <laughs> got to America, and like that had a lot to do with it, Liam's no shows and his yeah. violent outbursts. Like, oh. Yeah. Makes sense now. We, okay, we're all caught up. Still do that. Yes. We're all caught up now. Rock stars <laughs> yes. do drugs. Who knew? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all you need. Like, if you need to explain yourself, I was on Angel Dust. Like, all right. Yeah. Now, now I get why you're this way. It, it's not an excuse, but now I understand why you're that way. 
All right, um, I got another one here. Uh, we're gonna start doing uh, like bordered rivalries. Biggie versus Tupac. I had that too. Um, did you yeah. watch that movie? East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. There's a there's a movie out with um, Forrest Whitaker, and who plays the lead? Anyway, it's it's about oh it's Forrest Whitaker and Johnny Depp, and it's Johnny Depp plays the cop that was investigating Biggie's murder. And Forrest Whitaker plays the reporter that got it wrong. And it does kind of a a creative deep dive into uh, the murders of both Tupac and Biggie. It's really, really good. That's an interesting... Because that murder will never be solved. Oh, never. Well, so, so, I mean, the corruption of the LAPD at the time. And and actually, Mm -hmm. they they found the guy they thought they they said did it. Mm -hmm. And then the case should have been closed. But then they reopened the case so they can keep the evidence... Because it's an ongoing investigation. Shady stuff, right? The evidence yeah. can never be released because it's an ongoing investigation. So, yep. you know, Tupac, yep. Tupac versus Biggie, East Coast, West Coast. Speaking of, well, of, of and border And they start feuds, off as friends, right? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. people think of Tupac as like, you know, California dreaming, but he's from New York. You went to right? Juilliard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He danced. He danced in ballet. In yeah. But he's a New Yorker. Juilliard. And uh, yeah. he used to sleep mm-hmm. on Biggie's couch when his family didn't have... Mm-hmm money you know uh, I think he had a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air kind of situation where you know send him to California keep him out of trouble and then who knew right do we now can, can we all state our, our allegiance who are you guys Bigger Tupac man they both did dope ass tracks of Bone Thugs and Harmony so alright alright um, I think I enjoy so, Biggie's Sweden. I think I enjoy Biggie's lyrics better yeah. but I think I enjoy Tupac's music better okay is that fair to say I mean, I'll allow it. I mean, I like mean, the hard line in the Tupac singing, has a but. bigger catalog. Oh, by far. And I think that Dre is a much better producer than Diddy. So, oh, if I could get a remaster of every Notorious B.I.G. album with all of Diddy's little drops taken out, I would be happy as a yeah, clam. Like yeah. they're they're hard to listen. Like the songs aren't hard to listen to, but his yeah, oh, uh-huh, like yeah. all of his little what? yeah yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, and, and it's it, tough. And it, it also says a lot like about about that because, I mean, Diddy's entire career is built on production sampling, right? Mm-hmm. Where Dre mm-hmm. has, obviously there's always yeah. going to be sampling in hip-hop, but I think Dre has a little more ind- individualized yes. creative yes. flavor. Oh, you always know absolutely. a Dr. Dre beat when it drops, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Whether it's what about- Tupac, Snoop, or, or even the piece he did with Blackstreet on No Diggity. He's, he's yeah. one of the top 10 greatest producers of all time. Yeah. I don't know. Across all music genres. Oh, and for sure. The, I yeah. mean, yeah. What about you, Arvin? Hilarious. Big Ear Tupac. Um, I'm going to go Biggie. Yeah. Well, Bone and Biggie is a better track than um, Thug Love. Like Barely. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um, I think Biggie overall comes from a more legitimate uh, upbringing in the, uh, the hip hop. He does have street cred. He used to move rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's the I mean, his but, voice but, cuts glass, man. But, he's but, got. But Poppy, Pac used to push a steel. <laughs> hey, man, Pac's been hit more times than Biggie got hit. It just stuck with Biggie. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm Team Biggie. Yeah. Too. I like ah, I, Tupac Biggie Shakur more. got <laughs> shot in the nuts. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay. All right. Good. All right. Oh, should we so, stick to music now? No, um, sure. Or what'd you have? What'd you have? Oh, on yeah, we can, we can stick to music, but there's not a whole lot else that I think is, is as big as Pac and Biggie, right? Should I just do mine rapid fire? I don't do think it. So go, go for so, it. Uh, NC Backstreet Boys, Prince, yeah. Michael Jackson, uh, and Elton John and Madonna. Elton John and Madonna is a good one. Um, I would go in and, and pump out Britney versus Christina. And these are unintended mm-hmm. rivalries, right? Like, I don't think yeah. NSYNC and Backstreet Boys have... I think they're fandom rivalries, not... They're just on the same turf, Yeah, right? they're not feuding, been... feuding, but they're fandom rivalries. Like, they're not... Com- yes. I mean, they because, like, pop music people buy both albums. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Teeny Bopper Girls bought... Yes. Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hey. 98 degrees. I, hey, I like no strings attached as much as any other heterosexual yeah. male. So. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I was going to say, let's go back to to a stage in history. Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, Street yeah, Fighter. Yeah, Street Fighter doesn't have fatalities, so. 
But I think there's something to be said that they made Street Fighter 2 like 12 times. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Alpha. Street Fighter 2 Alpha, I think I played yeah. the most out of. But it's so good. Every, yeah. every iteration. not Maybe not every. Almost every iteration was great. They changed the combos and blocking systems. Yeah. And, and they're great. And Street Fighter has been, with the exception of additional stuff, has been the same game, mechanically speaking, throughout. Right? Like it's almost like they add more stuff when you get more buttons, but the basics, with the exception of Street Fighter EX, which is the weird 3D one, um, Street Fighter is pretty consistent throughout. Where Mortal Kombat has mm-hmm. gone through quite a few mechanics adjustments, right? Yeah, yeah um, they've had some stinkers. And Street Fighter doesn't start over. <laughs> it's kind of just we're gonna just keep telling the story. Oh, we're gonna go back in time, but we're not gonna change yeah, Street Fighter. Yeah. This is the story where Mortal Kombat's had like two or three reboots and. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I mean, Mortal Kombat has superior films, but... I was just going to say, which movies do you guys like more? The Mortal Kombat movies are... With the exception of Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the Mortal Kombat movies are, uh-huh. are infinite. Mortal Kombat Annihilation yeah. sucks, but so does The Legend of Chun-Li. <laughs> that, yeah, but do. for every Chun-Li, you get... Uh, what's that one where we see the origins of Ryu and Ken? Oh, yeah. Um, Assassin's Mas- Fist. Assassin's the Machinima, the Machinima um, Asatsuken movie, yeah. The anime for Street Fighter is outstanding. Too. It most, is. Street Fighter 2, and I think there's another one that's really, really good. And most of them are beyond passable, but they're really, yeah. really good anime. Um, so. and, and and that brings us to Kerry Tagawa versus Royal Julia, which is really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a fun one. Um, all right, so, uh, okay, let's take it back. We talked about McDonald's versus Burger King earlier. And I had a really interesting one that I, I kind of found in my history uh, deep dive. And it was the Campbells versus the McDonald's in 18th century Scotland. Um, okay. These families were sheep farmers, maybe. Um, but there was like a big, big rivalry. And the Campbell family, I believe the Campbell family... Um, was loyal to King William, but the McDonald family refused to to swear fealty. So the king had a small coterie of soldiers, including some of the McDonald family, go to the Mac- I mean, assuming excuse me, assuming some of the Camel family go to the McDonald territory in Glencoe, and request like first night's lodging, you know, break bread mm-hmm. and and a night of peace under their roof. And in the middle of the night, the Campbell family massacred the McDonald's family, a la oh, Red geez. Wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like Hatfields and McCoys, but Scottish exactly. and are a little bit more doers than the old Hatf- uh, Hatfields and McCoys. Well, I don't know. 1888 New Year's Day, Hatfields versus McCoys was really, really that, that big yeah. war. Um, yeah. I think you lost like a third of the McCoys in that too. So, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, but that was like, right, we knew right. we were coming, right? Like that yes, was a, yeah. a war, yeah. like, like a war. It wasn't like, Hey, let's break bread and, and have a, a night's rest under your roof. And then like, <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. All right. So rapid fire list. What do you got? I'll do, I'll, I'll round mine out and just finish them up. Batman, Joker, uh, Leno Letterman, and then Gandalf versus the Balrog. All right, so, ooh. <laughs> I was going to say something about Leno Letterman, and then, like, yeah. Uh, the Leno Letterman rivalry, I think, goes even further than Leno and Letterman, right? Like, it's Tonight Show yeah. versus Late Night. And comics going, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In New York, New York versus LA. Yeah. And yeah, it's well, that's an back to, now, and we're back to Biggie and Pac. Dang. <laughs> yes. It. It's all secular. Yeah. It all comes back to. Um, going back to science, we got. Darwin versus um, Darwin versus Owen. Um, they both kind of apparently stumbled on the theories of evolution around the same time. They just had different theories about how it would mm-hmm. how it would manifest. Um, so that's a good one. Um, Art Van Gogh versus Gauguin. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, lived together, right? Yeah, and that's how Van Gogh famously lost his ear because. Um, they were having an argument, and, and Godwin pulled a sword. I don't want to hear this anymore. Flap. Took his ear off, yeah. yeah. Um, so. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Alleged. I don't think it ever came out like, 
I don't think Gauguin ever, I don't think either of them really said, but it was, I think it's, I think so, right? Yeah. And then the rumor spread that he gave it to a prostitute and all that stuff. But that's, that's what what you said is the assumption. It's the running assumption. Just from putting everything together. The correct. Um, Yeah. Um, Al Capone versus Bugs Moran, the the battle of the 20s gangsters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, That was a good one. Uh, uh, Joan Crawford, Betty Davis. Um, famous starlets hating on each other, similar to uh, Sophia Loren and Jane Mansfield hating each other, right? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, uh, I don't have. I mean, again, that's. I think that's all I got as far as that goes. Um, Billy Martin versus George Steinbrenner, right? When when your when yeah. your players hate you, yeah. Oh, Kenny Baker and Anthony Daniels, the battle for the most beloved droid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anthony like Daniels being a, a classically trained um, British actor. Yeah. Um, and one wasn't, and Kenny Baker being a circus carny, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, you guys, be best friends. <laughs> yeah. Nice little odd couple. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, there's a bunch more rivalries out there in the world. Um, I'm sure we missed some of them. What are your guys' favorite rivalries? Let us know in the comments. Um, let us know via email. Anything that we missed that, that you think really, really, really stands out. Um, yeah, we really, really, really actually this time want to know what you think so that we can deep dive and learn some more about history. Um, thank you guys so much for watching. If you're watching, thank you guys so much for listening. If you're listening, we appreciate you all. Um, we should just stop promising to come back next week because then we get busy and skip a week. So <laughs> whenever we get back, we will see and hear. You guys will see and hear us. Next time, we appreciate you for the digital toilet paper. My name is Jason Bear. I'm Rex Rebo. At Arndon Hilarious. And we will catch you guys next time. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>